After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After These Messages. This, of course, is the podcast where we talk about TV commercials. We talk about good ones and bad ones. And we talk about ones where people say weird shit like this. Is this a commercial? It is a podcast. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has, and we're your hosts. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. So what's coming up today? Today is the holidays. It's nonstop holidays. It's holiday holiday. Are people advertising uh, based on the holidays? Yes, they oh, are. Oh, really? See, I got to pay more attention to commercials. Yes, they're out there. I if you look closely, <laughs> if you look closely, you, you can, can spot them. Okay, so we're going to talk about. I've done about... extensive research, <laughs> and I found a couple of commercials that use the holidays as their marketing theme. I think it's a good idea. Well, you know. Honestly, I think it's cool. You're that on the br- cutting edge. That brands are kind of realizing, hey, we could probably sell shit around Christmas. Right. That's awesome. So now they're really going to try to like kind of leverage that a little bit. Yes, exactly. Good for them. So we'll go through some of the, um, our, you assembled the show today and I haven't looked at the list yet. Um, these aren't necessarily just Christmas commercials that you like. No, I, I just sort of picked ones that I thought were interesting or in some way representative of a larger trend. Um, I wouldn't say it's a particularly scientific approach, mm-hmm. unlike my usual approach to producing right, the yeah, show. Yeah, it's, um, it's a you, little loosey goosey, but I just by algorithm. Usually. I just produced by feel this week, and we'll see how it goes. Sounds good. And then, of course, we um, asked listeners to call in. Uh, we've been doing the show for. Going on four years now, and I think, right? Can I say that? Going on four years? I told years? someone today that we've been doing it for three years. All right, let's say three Don't years. Don't make a liar of me. Um, say three. Three. We've been doing this for three <laughs> wonderful years. I think, I think just slightly over three years. And for a show that is ostensibly about marketing, or at least one aspect of marketing, we don't really market ourselves that much. So we have a special gift to give away, of course. Longtime listeners know about Love Over Gold, a paperback copy of a of a book based on commercials that we're sending out. Um, <laughs> if you haven't been listening, I know that sounds weird, but we'll get more into details later. But we uh, want to give it to a listener. But first, we want listeners to send us taglines that they've made up for this show. So what is a good tagline for After We've These Messages? We've got some messages? early front runners. So got you went good, through. I haven't listened got yet. Got some good stuff. And the idea is some. Uh, once uh, we're going to pick our top favorite two, and then we're going to have uh, those people come on the show and compete in some way uh, for this book. Because we like to make things complicated. And also, I mean, this is a... Well, how much you pay for this book? Like $3 at least. Like $3 at least. So With shipping, it was like... Four fifty. Whoa, we're not four dollionaires, like <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> it's all it's all in books. I'm all tied up. All my wealth is tied up in paperback books from we the We are 80s. not very liquid right now, but <laughs> we do want to give this book to somebody. But we're going to make you work for it. So uh, we'll listen to the tagline suggestions that you have uh, called in with so far. And by the way, we are only accepting them via voicemail six zero seven. Four 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 five five nine seven. That's six zero seven four 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 five five nine seven. If you want to call in with your suggestion for a tagline for this show or anything uh, commercial related, give us a call. All right, uh, are you ready to get into these uh, Christmas commercials, Veeves? It's the holidays, please. Sorry, are you ready to get into? We these are. I am a full on Christmas warrior, as you know. <laughs> Although, yes, these are all for Christmas. <laughs> I got 
ten toy soldiers for Billy Joe. I got a coloring book for Sue. I got a little toy train for Danny Boy and a cowboy suit for Lou. I got a talking baby doll for Cindy. I got a pair of roller skates for Jane. And baby, if we ever have any more kids, Christmas shopping's gonna drive me insane. Very gendered. I love. Very gendered. I love this song This is so fun. This Buck Owens. Buck Owens Christmas shopping. All right. So, uh, what do you want to start with? Well, I wanted to start with the ones that are just kind of grabbing me, you know. And I, what I've noticed about the Christmas commercials this year that are that are really standing out to me is that they have kind of a surprising tone, a tone that's a little more. Um. A little more nightmare before Christmas than just yeah, Christmas, you know, yeah. like a little dark, a little um, uh, kind of a retro vibe, but like a but like kind of a uh, j- just a feeling that is like not quite so warm and cozy and and saccharine, you know, mm-hmm. but like moving, but but kind of getting into a different space. And the one that really stands out to me in that way um, is this H&M campaign. I don't think I know this at all. You have seen one of these, but you wouldn't know from looking at it that it's part of a campaign. This is one that's starring Aubrey Plaza. Oh, yeah. Of Parks and Rec fame and many other things, of course. Legion. Legion, yes, exactly. Speaking of, I mean, this almost, like, it almost makes me think a little bit of Legion. Like, there's a there's a designy darkness to this. Mm. Um, this is. And, a, and we should say also, I mean, she's probably best known as being from the Grumpy Cat movie. <laughs> right. Wasn't she in that? Probably. Um, so this is a series that they're doing and they're going to be six episodes. I think only four have been released so far. They've been kind of releasing them two at a time. Ooh, love over gold style. Yes, exactly. So it's an, it is like that. It's a narrative, huh? Well, no, that's what, uh, I wouldn't call it a narrative. I mean, you can look at any of these commercials and I, I mean, I guess I could like, we could string together a narrative based on these and we will we'll watch them in order, but there's no story per se. It actually reminds me a lot, although I didn't see it, of that movie that came out recently called... Um, uh, the one with John Hamm? Fun Times at the El Camino Royale. That's it's, not that's it. That's not it, but it's close, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's got John Hamm. I was going to say, just seeing the still shot yes. of this first commercial you're going to play for me again, I don't think I've seen this. I was I was thinking in the back of my head, hey, we never saw that John Hamm movie. Um that's already in and out of theaters, I think, right? I think so, yeah. But I, I know I'm, you I'm pretty sure we missed it. That dark stylized Yes, kind of uh I feel like I'm I feel like I'm just on the edge of oh, bad times at the El Royale. Is okay. the name of I was you so were close. close. You're, you said good times. <laughs> I think I said good times at the El Camino. Oh, right. Um this is so I, I think it's almost kind of uh, drafting off of that or like riffing on that idea that those visuals a little bit a sort of seediness to it Mm -hmm. um these are they're a series called hotel moritz and if you don't know h&m is uh stands for hens or hennis i've never been sure how it's pronounced hennis and moritz were the founders of h&m oh okay so this is hotel moritz okay related um of course everybody in this commercial is like wearing uh clothing from h&m but it's not it's just in the in the commercial. It's just in the little story. Uh, in the first episode, Aubrey Plaza checks into Hotel Moritz, uh, and it start each one of them. I should say starts with a lighted neon sign for the Hotel Moritz with like the, some of the neon letters like blinking out and fritzing out. Just the exact. I can totally picture yeah, that. Yeah, you, you get Very good it. times at the El Camino Hotel. Exactly. <laughs> 
Um, she walks into uh, an empty front desk. Uh, she starts ringing the bell. Another uh, patron is there. He's- is it like this bell that I have here? Yes. Okay. Just want to um, make sure. Another patron comes in, and he's somebody. His he's like an artist and model named Adonis, somebody or other. Uh, I didn't. I had to look that up. A model named Adonis. Well, it's right a on, on the nose. A little huh? on the nose. Yeah, I guess his parents knew what was up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he didn't pick that himself. Uh, but they kind of, as they wait for the the desk clerk to come assist them, uh, they start competing to ring the bell and mm. then singing. And each of these commercials features a, a song from the 80s. Okay, like you want to take a classic listen? Classic song from the 80s. Should we listen to this first one? Yeah. Okay, here we go. She's ringing the bell. And here's uh, Adonis. I think we're alone now. There doesn't seem to be anyone around. I think we're alone now. <clears throat> and then the, somebody, the person who clears his throat is the desk clerk. Yeah. And he's somehow... Backed by a bunch of hotel staff or guests, unclear. Very strange. So when the music starts and they start singing, they start singing together and like kind of dancing together, and mm-hmm. it even kind of goes, coming on to each other. Yes, touching each other's faces, and it goes into this weird shot, almost like a broken glass shot, where there's a bunch of visions of them. Mm-hmm. It's very, yeah, it's very odd. That does nothing for me. And I gotta say, it seems very um. A, abruptly abbreviated it is they are all short they're each 30 seconds but they they almost seem shorter um and they are the holidayness of them is barely present um there is a a lighted up wreath and a christmas tree in this um in this motel lobby um but nothing else says Christmas. But yet, yeah, this is H and M's so, holiday like campaign. So they're dancing, and then all of a sudden, the throat is cleared, and all these people are watching them. Like like Aubrey and Adonis got caught up in this moment. I gotta say that does. I mean, well, let's see what happens with the rest of the campaign. But as a standalone commercial, that does nothing for me. That is all style with zero substance. Yeah, and I I lean now, towards style. All style. You gotta say this H&M. is a sh- this is a store that sells style. They're not trying to sell you a KitchenAid yeah. mixer. We'll but get also, to that. But it also just doesn't work for him. Okay, well, let me, can I, can I, let's move also, on to Also, you're not segment. a, I mean, H&M is like, I'm sure they do like 90% of their business, although they sell, to, sell men's clothes. They do probably 90% of their business to selling clothes to women. Also, they're aiming for a generation younger than us. When I go in there, mm-hmm. I can't find anything that I like anymore. And I used to buy their clothes all the time back when I was the right mm-hmm. age for their their demographic. All right. Yeah, this next- I mean, maybe that speaks to somebody, but again, like I think we see very stylistic ads from time to time that have a purpose, have a point. This has ze- this so far that had zero point to me. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here's episode two. This is a, um, an intercutting between Aubrey Plaza in her room, getting ready for the evening and lots of other people in their room, t- a couple of kids, uh, two young women, uh, and a kind of a handsomey dude, uh, each in their room, standing in the mirror, getting ready, and then kind of like, you know, there's lots of split screen and stuff showing them. And the song you're hearing is uh, Buffalo Stance. Okay. Would you say the guy, the good-looking guy, would you say, would you describe him as an Adonis? No, this is a different dude. <laughs> All right. They washed me. 
you are seeing a lot more of the clothes featured yeah, in this, this one. Yeah, this one makes more sense. Like she's, Aubrey Plaza's wearing this very revealing, like deep cut black lace sleeve dress that's very pretty. And we should say also, it's all from the perspective of like, we're the mirror that all these people are looking into. They're all looking directly into the camera while they're getting ready. So why, why is that a holiday commercial? It's just part of this uh, this campaign, but it's, it's very loosely tied to the holidays. But you're right. This one could air. I think the little boy has a holiday sweater on. But like that's what I'm saying. These holiday touches are infinitesimal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not to be argumentative, but I mean, is this? Well, no, the first one definitely had wreaths. So it yeah. had a thing. Because like, this to me, that kid's robot is like, or that kid's sweater is like a robot. You're right. Sweater. Like, there's, there's, there's nothing in this that says holidays. In this. this is just like a campaign that's running during the holidays. Yeah, but they are, they are, it's meant to suggest like getting dressed for a holiday party. Yeah, I guess so. I, I mean, I could see that, especially, if, well, let's go through the rest of these. I guess, again, you said there's going to be six of them and they've only released four so far. Right. So maybe I'll be more of the convinced of the holidayness as we go along. I see this next one is going to begin, or at least there's a still shot of a woman, like, oh, is that Aub- Aubrey Plaza lying yeah. on the bed? And she's definitely, that's definitely a, a Christmas sweater, right? right? She's wearing But I think, again, one. that's going to be, no, that's actually this one's the most Christmassy. Now oh that, yeah. Now that I think about it, does it need set up again? Is it all music? She Aubrey Plaza's in her hotel room. Uh, she's got a sleep mask on, um, and she's trying to sleep. But then she starts hearing "Tricky" um, by mm-hmm. Run DMC, and oh. she, and she goes to. <laughs> I thought you meant a song by Tricky. Oh. Uh, no, then, she's listening to the song "Run DMC" by Tricky, <laughs> uh, and then she so she goes to investigate like why what's this music that's keeping her up? Uh, okay, and she opens a door on people decorating a room for the holidays. Okay. So she's waking up. She's annoyed. She gets up. She opens the door. It's holiday magic inside this hotel room. Uh, lights everywhere. Everyone's fully decked out for the for the holidays. There's kids. There's some adults. And when they see her, everyone sort of freezes guiltily. And the music stops. And the music stops. And then it starts up again. And she starts kind of shoulder dancing. Which she was doing in the last ad, too, in the, in the ad. I mean, Aubrey Plaza is just cool as shit, right? She is. And she's trying, I can't tell at the end if she's getting more into the dance or if she's trying to stop her shoulders from dancing. I think she's trying to sort of, yeah, calm down. Yeah, that one definitely um, has a very, very obviously a holiday feel to it. Right. I guess I'm getting sucked in a little bit to it. They're creating a vibe. That's the thing. First one didn't do anything for me. That's the thing. And I think it's, and the vibe is an interesting one. It's not, there's nothing like... um, you know what these kind of remind me of in this last one that we're going to watch especially does? It has the vibe of those Cosmopolitan ads for that Vegas hotel. Oh, yeah. Those work for you. Which really work for me. This works okay. Um, like, I don't hate them, and I'm kind of intrigued by their tone. But the this sense of, like, sort of like this uh, oddball group of peop- strangers uh, interacting in a an anonymous space like a motel and like maybe some like 
dark things are happening or like liaisons are occurring. Mm-hmm. Um, I That's a vibe that I think is kind of cool here. And it's kind of cool to like bring it to a Christmas or a holiday uh like campaign yeah the description on this one says aubrey and another hotel guest end up leaving their rooms in the same black dress which leads to an epic standoff who will bring home the win yeah so she walks outside of her hotel room wearing the dress down the hall a much older woman steps out Ah. wearing the same dress okay they see each other they look down then they each bring out a friend who's now wearing the same dress. So all four women are wearing the dress. Oh, they keep multiplying. Now there's six women all wearing the same dress. Eight. And then the older women have a little girl in a pink dress. And that's like the trump card. And they all they all walk. They kind of like, it's like this mean girl, like, yeah. s- like standoff. You can hear the standoff music, obviously. Um, so it's like Aubrey Plaza and her like young, hot friends. Versus these older ladies and then their little girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I guess I'm not the target audience. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that I love it. Oh, and I'm not I, saying that you are either. I'm just saying it's not working for me too much, I think. But I think it's an interesting approach to a holiday ad. Like, like we're going to look at some Target and Walmart ads later. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so, like Target's been making the same holiday ad. For yeah. 20 years as far as I Plain can tell. Plain white background, I imagine. Yeah, and like designing and in front cute. Of it. Yeah. And people dancing around and wearing cute clothes. But like nothing's interesting about it. Nothing's new. I kind of applaud H&M for trying something that has a different look and feel and sets them apart. Mm-hmm. And I think does showcase the clothes in an interesting way without like showing, you know, black dress, yeah. 1999 sure. or whatever. Um, yeah, that is true. At least the last one did focus on the fashion uh, again a little bit more than some of the other ones did. Um, all right, so now there's a Heineken ad here. That's kind of is this also in the same vein of weirdly dark around the edges? Yeah, that's how I felt about it. Although, I mean, there's otherwise nothing, nothing about this Heineken ad that would necessarily make you think of the H and M ad. Um, but you're going to hear the song. Um, they're, you're nobody till somebody loves you. Oh, this was on TV the other day. Yeah, it caught you my and I eye. were kind of saying like, "Wow, um, that's a terrible sentiment for a song." Yeah, I just it, it struck me that that's a terrible <laughs> song uh, or mean song. But I guess uh, it's called Holiday. Yeah, so this is a this is from the perspective of the viewer uh, mm-hmm. or the viewers. You know, in its first person perspective, your fault. Fo- the camera is following or going around through this big room or through this big house where. Everyone's gathered for the holidays and it and it lists everybody as you as the camera finds them. It'll be like dad, then like dad's new wife, mom's new boyfriend, dad's new family, the twins. And so it's like it's got kind of like, again, like a slightly creepy or uh, off kilter feel to it, like this big house. It's darkly it's it's lit dark and furnished darkly and. It is a gathering of people for the holidays who clearly are family, but like family broadly defined and somewhat eclectically mm-hmm. defined. Also, again, for those who watched the um, 
the the recent Netflix series Maniac. Did you already reference it? It almost has a doesn't do anything that sort of has a maniac vibe to it. Remember the the family in Maniac? That's such a very specific yeah. reference. I don't know if that really brings anybody along with us, but the, you mean the, oh yeah the uh, the Jonah Hill. Family, family. Yeah, yeah, very there's rich a, family. An element to that. Yeah, this feels like a very rich family. Yeah, like very old money kind yeah. of. The interior is very like old paintings and rich interiors. So, okay, so you want me to hit play on this one? Yeah, again, you're just going to hear the Dean Martin song. But. There's Dad sitting in the chair. It's all done in one shot, kind of panning around. There's Mom and Sister. Mom's new boyfriend. He's like a hippie. His stepdaughter. Dad's new family, the twins never explained, Young and then ladies. some guy in like a big, like a cheesy tuxedo jacket and like big sunglasses and a big fro. Looks like somebody uh, from that Beastie Boys video. Yeah, sabotage. Sabotage, yeah. right. And the camera goes past him and then the music totally stops. Camera goes back to him, record scratch, and whoever this guy is, it says underneath him. And then everyone gathers together. It's this big, eclectic group of people, but they're all together for the holiday. And it says tradition doesn't have to be traditional. Right. Yeah. I I like that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just, again, kind of capturing the vibe and the, and the mood. Um, I think I'm pro that commercial. Yeah, I think I like it, too. And I think, in general, I'm in favor of any holiday ads that take that try to do something different with tone because it's so difficult. Like Christmas, when you think about it, is has really specific markers and really specific um, like like sort of guardrails, I feel like, on what, what's appropriate and what's allowable. And I really appreciate when anyone tries to color outside the lines. And mm-hmm. they're not always going to succeed, but I would rather see somebody do something interesting with a holiday campaign or ad than just re recreate the same you know people gathered around the christmas tree cheersing with eggnog Mm -hmm. for the eight millionth time you know well this next one you have on your list i'm really glad it's on the list because i wanted to talk about this um i saw this on tv once it made no sense to me so then i the next time it was on i paid really close attention to it maybe i haven't rewound it so there's something to be said there too about commercials that almost don't quite make sense because that means you'll be sucked into them more. I wonder if that's part part of a strategy. But also, um, I don't know if this happens to you, Vives, but when people uh, know you do a podcast about commercials, sometimes we'll be like, oh, oh, hey, I saw this commercial the other day, and this just happened to me today, as a matter of fact. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, as we're recording this, actually a little bit earlier, we're, we're recording on a Sunday, and I called my dad after the Browns game because the Browns won. And that doesn't happen very often. So when it happens, you call your dad in Cleveland. And uh, we only had like two seconds to talk. And But he's like, but really, really quickly, did, did you see that commercial? Did you see that commercial? <laughs> he's like, I, I don't get it. I don't get this commercial. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, uh, and it is like, um, it's an it's a style of animation that uses, I guess, models and dolls, right? I don't know. It's like a, I just thought this a, was CGI. Or may, maybe it's CGI, but it kind of has they a... They all look like Pixar. It has a, a, a Neo-Rudolph quality to it a little bit. But I think, like, going back to our I think it looks age, like stop motion, but it is not. I no, think. clearly this was not actually stop motion. So you're right. Maybe it must be CGI. But it's got that vibe of, like, this is not, it doesn't look like animation. Right. Um, they look like toy things. illustration. It looks like, for example, I'm looking at um, the the main character of this is a uh, 
like a young woman who's probably a teenager, I would guess. Uh, and but you can see the fibers on her sweatshirt. She looks like a doll, yeah. you know, whether or not she was made with a computer or not. Um, and you can see all of her every fiber of her hair as well. And I really like the style of this. Again, I'm going to say kind of Neo Rudolph. Um, uh, but it was very confusing to me what was going on. I'm going to describe it from what I remember and then we'll watch it. But she uh, is a little bit of an, it would seem an arty teenager. She's in her room. I believe she's trying to make music. She's trying to write poetry. I believe she's drawing little things. But it looks like she's getting increasingly frustrated with herself. Am I describing this correctly from my memory? I haven't yeah, seen Yeah, I think it in she's a few primarily days. trying to be a, an artist, like drawing. Drawing, okay. And every time she finishes a drawing, she shoves it in a box, kind of unhappy with herself. And she clearly is feeling very insecure and she has a dog that's watching her go through these agonies uh, as she continues to feel like shy and insecure yeah. about her And doesn't her she work. crumple some of them up and throw them away? Maybe I'm misremembering that part. But Well, they all end up in the box because that's central to the plot here. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's take a listen here and then I'll pause it when we need to catch you up. We see exterior shots of the city she lives in. She's behind her computer. This is for Apple, by the way. We never talked about that. She's trying to do something on her computer. We don't know what she's trying to create. I love her style. That's what really stands out. She's wearing this big, over oversized sweater with these spindly little legs with leggings coming out of it. I think it's a very... I love the animation on this. It's very twee, as you can tell from the music. Her dog is kind of following her around the room. She lays back down on her bed, kind of frustrated. You know what? This is the extended version. This is a two and a half minute version of this. I have only seen the 30 oh, second Oh, yeah. So this version. is the whole story. Oh, okay. Boy, there's something to be said there, too. Because when you're just watching a football game and a 30 second version yeah. of this pops up, and you're, it's a little confusing. Last year, I think it was Apple that did the, uh, the Christmas where... There was like a monster that lived on the edge of town, but something happened that caused the monster to like come into town and become loved. Yes. It was a somewhat Frankenstein monster. I think it was like a Frankenstein Christmas or something. And I think this is like this year's Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So so everything she's making on her computer, she's printing out, but then like stuffing it in this sort of shoebox and locking it. Um, because she's not happy with it. Now she's working at the bakery where she oh, works. This is new. Um, and she's first she does some like a like a loaf that looks like a Santa Claus, but then balls it up and doesn't show anyone. She seems to be finding art everywhere she goes. Right. She's riding the bus and she draws something in the uh, steam on the windows. It's unclear why she seems to have like a a rich life, but like she's so afraid and ashamed of her drawings. Um, and I think it also takes place over several years. She fills up this box with yeah. whatever art she's making. Um, now her dog has an idea. The dog goes to the window and pushes it open. And the wind whips out all the papers that she's been hiding in this shoebox over the years. And the, some of the papers fly out the window. So she chases, she grabs as many as she can. She runs outside. She's running down the street. Um, chasing these this paper that's getting away from her. Picture this. It's almost like banknotes 
after a building explodes in downtown Los Angeles. Okay. Right? That's a very specific reference. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's raining the, down. Her artwork, though, is raining down. Those are all bearer bonds. Bearer bonds. What did I say? Banknotes? Yes. Um, uh, Genevieve was watching Die Hard last night yes. next to her Christmas tree because she just so on the nose um what did you text me you're like unpopular opinion <laughs> i'm gonna say it's a christmas movie <laughs> all right uh anyway so it is but of course this sort of have this magical christmas feel to it or magical holiday feel it's raining down her artwork yeah. and people are picking it up off the ground or grabbing it out of the sky and they seem to be impressed with it she's really freaking out i mean she's losing her shit about this but People are catching these papers and looking at them and enjoying them. We never see what's on we them. We never see what's on them. We never see what she's designed. But the, the other townsfolk are excited about it. So she starts handing them out uh, like Christmas cards, kind of. She looks very relieved. She looks like she just found herself. I love the animation of her, of her sweater. And the, the art is bringing people together, making them smile. Uh, and the whole town is uh, is enjoying her work. I like it. I d- it's um, and then it, oh, that's right. At the end, share your gifts. It says share your gifts. Apple. You know, I I don't know how I feel about this one. I love the animation. I love the sentiment. It feels so old school, warm and cuddly to me um, that it really appeals to me. And that might have something to do with kind of my generation. Again, I associate it with maybe the style uh, of of some of these things I watched growing up. Um, it, I don't know. I feel like the storyline. Does it make you want to buy Apple? It does not make me want to buy Apple uh, anything, and it doesn't turn me against it. It doesn't really sell. It doesn't really close the deal for me, and I just think it's a click to ethereal and uh, tough to understand. Well, anything less than the two and a half minute version is yeah very confusing. You've you've seen it right? Have yeah, you I've seen s- this in the wild? Yeah, I've seen it in the wild, yeah. but not that obviously you don't show you know, a two and a half minute commercial yeah. in a Hulu show or whatever. That's what I mean. Yeah. I've only seen the 30 seconders and you're just like, damn, what's happening. Yeah. yeah. It, like the, the animation is striking. The visuals are striking. And like all Apple commercials, it, it they're trying to tap into an emotional feel and, a, and just have you associate that with mm-hmm. their products. And they're going to hope for the long term that you just think of Apple as the products, the, the, the product for creative people, the product yes. for people who are, have a cer- have certain values, yes, right? The art, the arty type, and the, that definitely reinforces that. Yeah, Absolutely. and that, and like, it's about bringing people. Technology is about bringing yeah. people together, and I think it really effectively does that in a way that is very product non-specific. But a lot of these holiday ads really are about that, like about creating a. They're taking an opportunity, like everyone's emotions are primed. I was talking to our friend. I hope this won't embarrass him. I don't think he listens. But our friend Camaro Kev was telling me he was watching. Uh, it's a wonderful life and like getting the chills. Oh yeah. I don't think I was there for that. You mean just but, feeling the emotions, just feeling the emotions. Yeah. And right. we're all like this. We're, it's an emotional time of year. Right. No, I was watching a, here's what I did last night while you were out, uh, gallivanting with Camaro Kev. I, um, put together a list of old eighties sitcoms, specifically the Christmas episodes. I did a little recon online. And so I watched like three Christmas episodes of cheers yeah. in a row. And one of them was, uh, uh, a Wonderful Life was on on the TV and everybody was getting really emotional and People, then trying to pretend like they weren't emotional. So we're an emotional we're all we're all in a hyper emotional state because of because of the holidays and like that's what we're all, you know, conditioned to feel. 
Um, and I think a smart company like Apple drafts off of that mm-hmm. and and makes it work for their general brand awareness. Microsoft also a, a company takes a different approach known for its nuanced approach to <laughs> just kind of like we're selling a feeling. Oh God bless Microsoft. I, I don't have I prefer you know all things being equal. I prefer Microsoft as a company to Apple truth be told. Um, and of course, you know, part of that's like personal involvement with Microsoft, whereas I don't have any with Apple. But this ad for the Microsoft Surface is just real bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't think I've seen this one, but I see that it's for Microsoft Surface Go, and it's going to be accompanied by the song Grandma Got Run Over oh, by a Reindeer God, remix. remix. What? Oh, here, quick riddle for you. What's worse than Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? Take your time. Think about it. Think All right, about it. So what you're oh, going to hear here is a is a remix. Not a. It's not a remix. It's a parody song of Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, okay. sung by a little girl to her grandma as they look at a Microsoft Surface in a store window. Okay. I don't, I don't think I've seen this. I haven't seen it in the wild. Grandma, don't run out and buy an iPad. Fine, when I was six, but now I'm ten. My dreams are big, so I need a real computer oh. to do all the amazing things I know I can. I'd also like to learn to do some coding and help the gentleman at Surface Go is what I'm really wanting to be the smartest me that I can be. So as she's singing that song, she kind of like the things that she's singing about become kind of flights of fancy that right. are kind of animated around her. And she's doing a whole kind of song and dance number, a dancing around. Um, it could not I be more literal. I mean, it couldn't be, I mean, listen, this is ham fisted as hell, but uh, I kind of like the shade thrown at like. Hey, don't get me an iPad. I'm that not was six. Fi- that was fine when I was six, yeah. but I don't need a toy anymore. I need something that actually has a little keyboard. No, that, that I can burn do. is solid. It's a solid burn. I'm not mad at that burn. Yeah, I am a little mad at the just you know the sort of like uh, Glee clubification of like this. Just the song and dance is real irritating. Uh-huh. But I'm not a grandma, and I will not be buying anyone. I won't be buying my granddaughter anything. I see the next one you have here is also for Microsoft, and it's called Reindeer Games. And I've seen this a couple of you times. You put I this really, in the, Oh, did I put it in from last week? Yeah, you yeah. put it from last week. I thought we might include it just because yeah, okay. it's a very different approach and actually much more playing on the kind of emotions yeah. and something that I like a lot. And this is, I don't know if this even qualifies as a holiday ad, although they, they frame it as such. Uh, Microsoft is calling it a holiday ad, but it's only in the sense that it's taking place in winter during the holiday yeah. times. Yeah, um, I, I it's an interesting yeah. story, though. I like it. You see, it's one of those kind of classic things where a bunch of kids start running out of their houses. It starts with one little kid. He's running out of the house. And then as he's running, something is going on in the neighborhood. And all the kids are leaving the house. And they start he's running gathering as a pack. A, yeah. He's gathering a pack of kids to follow him to this event that he's exactly. promoting. Exactly. Something's happening. And then, then they all barge into another kid's house. So let, let me play a little bit of this uh, for you. It's probably very audio-based. Um, and we'll walk you through it. He's gonna do it! You gotta see this! Kids are playing street hockey and they, they put down their sticks to go follow they, this kid. Are they Canadian? Oh, he's gonna do it! 
kids are inside playing video games, but when they see their friend running by screaming, they're putting down their video games to run to their uh, destination. They barge into this kid's house. And we see, oh, sorry, did I cut you off? Go no, ahead. no, go ahead. I was just going to say, and then we see that there's a kid in this house and he's playing some sort of a video game. But as we get a little bit more context for it, it's clear that he has some sort of a disability and he's using special controllers that Microsoft is, has um, has designed recently. And I've, I've been reading a little bit about it. It sounds actually kind of impressive. Yeah, so they've, they've created tools and technology and hardware that are accessible to people with motor, motor uh, skill impairments. Uh, and this is clearly a, a child who has some motor skill impairments. Mm-hmm. So he he does some accomplishes some. He, I don't know. We never see a. We screen. never see. What we don't the know what is, game he's what playing. Game we, it is. we just see him, and he's kind of got. A, but a, achievement unlocked. Yes, let's some sort of a cool controller that he he can now play this game on. And uh, there's just kids from around the neighborhood. Like a dozen what, like, children. Yeah, exactly. All gathered so around, excited. rooting him on. He stands up and like dances around, and everyone's excited. <laughs> It's awesome. He's doing like, he's so goddamn cute. It right? is like, really cute. He's doing like some sort of a little dance to the best that he can kind of dance. He's spinning around and his friends are dancing around him. This commercial gets me. It gets me it, too. It gets me right in, right in the feel right, hole. Right, right in the feel hole. Yeah. <laughs> like I've seen it several times. I really like it. It's and a I real punch say, in the feel hole. It's a real punch in the feel hole. And I got to give it, give it to Microsoft. Yeah. For, that is one that is very tonal. But also very specific. Yes. It's talking, it's, it's touting their new technology. And I think too, but without telling you, this is the tool he's using and it costs, like the, the Surface one was like, this is a Surface. It costs three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it literally says that on the screen. Uh, this is something that Microsoft, and maybe again, because I have a little bit more visibility into what they're doing just professionally. Microsoft has been very serious about ensuring that their products are accessible to people with different abilities Mm -hmm. um, and that this idea that if we are not making technology accessible to people with different abilities, we are all losing because we need people. Those those, those people's insights and perspectives are super important. Um, And I think the tagline at the end of that one is, when we all play, we all win. Oh, yeah, right. Which I love. And I just think Microsoft deserves a ton of credit for being in a space where I never see Apple do this i never see other technology companies like catering to um people you know different ability people different different disabilities and different abilities yeah um we we have so many commercials to get through so i will try not to belabor this too much but you know i'm a fan of the brock and salk show on cairo radio on uh, 710 espn it's a sports show and uh mike salk um I, I noticed before, I, I know him because I work over there sometimes, and I, I, I noticed at one point, oh, yeah, there something was going on with his hand. I'm not sure exactly what happened um, with his hand, uh, and, uh, you know, it's it's malformed in, in some way. And um, I never, you know, I never, of course, asked him about it, but on the radio the other day, he mentioned that Microsoft was doing something where it was, you know, taking people who have some sort of deal like that um, and they invited him to go on the Microsoft campus and try out games and, and he I told this on the radio so I don't mind mentioning it. and apparently something did uh, happen to his hand when he was a kid or something it was mm-hmm. the result of an accident so it's he doesn't have full functionality um, and he said it was really cool he said yeah he's never he hasn't played video games since that happened and they brought wow. him over to the campus and he's like it's really cool man I was playing video games again he's like I'm thinking about I don't 
I'm paraphrasing here, but I think he said, I would definitely consider bringing something like this into my home. Yeah. Like that, that thing that, um, I don't know if he would be a big video. He seems a little bit more, he seems to have a lot going on in his life. I don't know how much of a video game player he would be as opposed to me. Well, maybe he can have less my... going on in his yeah, life now. Exactly. You know what? Why can't a person with this disability also be uh, a wastrel? Exactly. So I thought that was pretty cool um, that Microsoft is doing this. And Mike just said, you know, kind of firsthand, he's like, yeah, it just like, kind of opens up a world that you just have been kind yeah. of shut out of. No, and I, I think for those of us who are able-bodied um, and have our motor, uh, full motor skills, uh, range of motor skills, like, what that's like is totally invisible to us. And I really applaud anyone who is trying to make that more visible and uh, and be more inclusive. So I, I do like that a lot. All right. And, that, want- and the way they show that story and the way they keep you engaged with what's, mm-hmm. what are they going to see? What are they going to see? Is great. Like it's a, it's also yeah. a good ad. Yeah. It is, I mean, it's definitely a trope, but I like it. Yeah. But I don't mind. Like I, I like, yeah, it's a trope. Like, what? The, what's the big reveal? But, like, that's fine. Right. All right, so uh, moving on now, I guess you now you just want to get into pure consumerism pure here? Pure consumerism. Let's just Put see it what, in my veins. Yeah, they're just, this is like, these are the big sellers, right? Your Amazons, your Walmarts, your Targets, your Overstocks. Like, this is just like, buy, 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 it's present time. And so I, li- I thought it'd be fun to kind of just, like, quickly go through Let's some of these. And, and just see, like, it's different from, like, a technology company where... Maybe sort of the point, yes, ultimately the point is buy your kid an iPad or buy your kid a Surface or whatever. But they're also trying to sort of tell a story or create a feeling. Amazon don't got time for that. Walmart doesn't have time for that. Like they just need you to hit product. They need you to hit purchase and either pick it up or have it sent to you. So this first one is the Amazon one that we may have mentioned on the show previously. I don't know. This Um, This is their big bet holiday ad. They then... Then uh, they do this every year. They pick a song, they show the boxes with the moving mouths, and then they use the that song to like do smaller little like fifteen second versions that that drop in. But this is the like main one. So if you haven't seen the moving mouths thing, picture the Amazon uh, logo that I like. It's kind of a, a slash mark with an arrow. Uh, or it's kind of an arrow that's curved, but it looks like a smiley face. I mean, it's pretty universal at this point. And I think we started to see them turn that arrow into moving mouths for the first time last year, right? With the it Christmas was either ad. last year or maybe maybe this is the third year, but yeah. And I'll just repeat myself and say, I think their logo is brilliant. Turning it into a moving animated mouth that sings, I find creepy. Yeah, you, you're you, not the you, only one. Yeah, you feel that same way too. I know, I feel that way, and I mean, we—I think we talked about this, but somebody took the music of the Winter Soldier theme, yeah. which is a, a Captain America movie, uh, which is a pretty dark, moody piece of music, moody score, and they put that score to this commercial, and it really underscored that when you take away the cheerful holiday music, this is real creepy. Yeah, right. and this is just kind of world's coming together. So every time you're, every person you're hearing singing is a box singing at you. And it's just a montage of people going through their days. Uh, Amazon packages are being delivered. We see their products like the, uh, the, Echo. the Echo. You can get a box out of their, like, um, those yellow uh, storage, locker storage lockers, which are real handy. Yeah. We see the happy workers in the Amazon factory. Ah, uh, yeah, that must be real. They're so footage. excited about their fifteen dollars yeah. an hour and their lack of bonuses and their lack of permission to use the restroom. Yeah, right. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? 
So that's it. it's just a montage of a bunch of people uh, doing holiday-ish things. At the very end, uh, it looks like it was all happening inside a child's snow globe. Oh man, a very uh, gen- what, what was the uh, Saint? No, what was the Newhart? No, no, there was a there was a uh, Newhart. It was all a dream. There was a drama where it all it was all in the snow globe of a. Disabled, yeah, disabled child. It wasn't L.A. Law. No, it was a hospital drama. Okay, uh, let me. Saint just... Elsewhere, I think. Okay, was Saint Elsewhere a holiday thing? Um, yeah, Saint Elsewhere. I just fact checked it. Uh, yeah, so that doesn't do a lot for me. I'm also kind of turning on Amazon. I just, I think that Amazon is becoming good old uh, Jeff Bezos. Uh, <laughs> pretty negative force for the world unfortunately though um a very very appealing one because you know their product is good i was reading an article the other day that was like why the reason it's so hard to give up amazon shopping is that shopping is labor and like Mm -hmm. this is it's it's such a time saver yeah and it is like i do god i do half like my and i love going to cvs um like i have a whole relationship with cvs with the extra care bucks and whatnot the drugstore yeah yeah but even i am like Oh, I need, you know, cotton balls. I'm not going to have a chance to stop. Like, I'll just order on Amazon. And so more and more, like, these little things that you would never... Like, when I... You know, when you first started buying from Amazon, when it became more than books, it was like, oh, I need this one weird thing. This one weird trick. But I need this, like, special hat that I'm going to wear because I'm going into, like, a really sunny place. Or I need a waterproof gizmo for this particular use. And that's the kind of thing I would buy on Amazon. And now it's like, oh, I need a thing. And and they're trying to, like, more and more, they're trying to get that to be, like, they'll tell you when you need more toothpaste, yeah, you know? Right, or your yeah. your Amazon, your Alexa will tell you when you need more toothpaste. See, luckily, I don't have to... Um, I don't use Amazon that much. I haven't gotten the habit of it. And, I mean, I'm lucky because I have a grocery store right across the street I can go to. Ah, oh, it's Whole Foods. Oh, it's Owned Whole by Foods. Amazon. That's kind of what's getting me is I just feel like more and more we can't escape it. And seeing as a as a corporation uh, how they're changing the city that we live in and not owning up to it or taking responsibility. Yeah, do you think we'd feel differently what, if we lived in, like, I think you so. know, Denver or I something? I think so. Seeing, not to get too much into a very specific political issue, but um, seeing how Amazon has fought against things that would make this city a better place so that it can uh, not have to pay taxes yep. uh, to a city that it is just altered forever and in some negative ways is is pretty it's a pretty tough uh, pill to swallow so I'm trying to be at least a little bit more deliberate about I'm not obviously I'm not getting away from using Amazon but I'm trying to be a little bit more deliberate about it and resisting just going to them for everything because they are going to wield more and of course seeing what they're doing in these other cities making that everybody bid for this second headquarters thing it's been just absolutely unseemly and in some cases I believe questionable when it comes to the ethics of what they've been doing around the uh, around the country, so pay your um, taxes, Beesbo. Yeah, pay your taxes, Beesbo. All right, um, let's go to. Oh, is this the old? Okay, I want to talk okay, about this. Right, I want just to talk about this because okay. you. I had a feeling about this, and then you talk, talked me out of it, and then I believe I was right in the first place. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay, this is for Walmart. It says, um, they're clearly like trying to go toe-to-toe with Amazon. This is all about delivery mm-hmm. from Am- from Walmart. Um, and the the premise of this ad is that the, some, the postman keeps... Postman, whoever, the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Deliveries keep coming mm-hmm. to the door. Um and the dog in this family keeps running to the door, and each time the 
package comes in, there's something in it for the dog to wear. First, it's like oh, a jingle okay. bell collar, and then it's like a little jacket, and then finally it's shoes. Oh, okay. Um, and the dog keeps sliding all over the floor. You right? said it's the reason that the, that the story here is that, because I first saw this and I said, that's dog abuse. Like, dogs don't like wearing shoes or collars or clothes not, like, not i mean not a leash collar but, but like, you mean a special holiday collar i mean it's like thing, this right cloth now. holiday collar yeah. thing yeah i mean obviously you know you have to put a collar on a dog but like they don't want to wear more clothes than they have to mm-hmm. they're dogs and you said no no the plot of this is that it's running across these hardwood floors and crashing into the door and it's happy that it eventually gets the shoes because then it and the, you see the way the I actually dog's don't mean that I don't I never said the dog is happy because I, I think it looks really awkward. I <laughs> you think, made it sound like the dog was happy. No, but I, I did think that the plot was oh the every time the door rings the dog goes running and sliding so the humans put these little socklets on the dog to keep him from sliding everywhere. Not that the dog wanted them, but just that the owners wanted him to stop sliding. But no, it's just that they keep on getting more and more shit and putting it I on the dog. I think they just keep the putting plot. more and more okay. shit on this dog. And by the end, it is like so encumbered and it's walking in that weird way that dogs walk when you with, put a, and you I put understand socks on them. When yeah. you take a dog outside and it's cold out or there's salt on the road and I see a dog in little leather shoes walking outside, that I understand. That's for the dog's safety. But in your house, the dog does not need shoes. That is my final position. Is there anything that we need to play on this? Just play it. So dog you see the to dog the runs to the door. And now the and now it's got a little red sort of collar, like this fluffy collar on. More deliveries. Now, now it's, it's got, got antlers. Antlers. Doesn't want to doesn't want to wear antlers. Now it's got a sweater on. Now there's another box comes. Now it's got these little shoes on, and it has to walk around awkwardly. Look at how it's walking. It hates yeah, it him. Hates him. Yeah. Ugh, I hate this family. Let your dog be a dog. Yeah. Let Trumpy Trump let the dog be the dog. Well, let's. That's I mean, I let's not say. go crazy, but do let dogs be dogs. Yeah. No, so, that's, are, am that's I right your... on this one? Yeah, but you're all like, we didn't. Are, you're making it sound like we. You all... defended that family. No, you're, you're misremembering. I just. <laughs> I didn't defend the family. I just thought that the whole point was, oh, the dog's sliding all over. Because this is one of those ads that's cut up all the time. And so I've only seen bits and pieces. And so I always just thought the plot was, oh, the dog is sliding all over every time the door rings. So they put these stupid shoes on him at the end to keep him from sliding. I never thought that that was a good idea that the family did. And I'm wrong about it. But I don't ever remember, like, bickering with you about it. Like, you're all worked up about this. Well, I, I thought you were like, oh, well, it makes sense. But I actually don't think it's even about the dog running to the door and sliding no, into I think things. you're right. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I've seen that but version all the way through. Above, above all, I think it's outrageous that the dog has to wear this shit around the holidays. It has four pieces of clothing on. Yeah, dogs That's don't like absurd. that. That's absurd. Dogs don't like that. Dogs don't like that. You have another Walmart one here that I don't think I've seen. This one's just I I. This one's literally to the song "Give It to Me" by Rick James, hmm. and. It's just about how much we want stuff for Christmas to the point where the mom in this family buys herself an expensive gift. Okay. And I just sort of made me mad and I wanted to share it. So mom's like doing a bunch of decorating or a bunch of gift wrapping, right? She's scratching everyone off her list. Um, she's pick and like a big thing for Walmart this year is pick up today. So you can order online, then go to the store and then right. pick it up. Which is like if you're going to go to the store, what's yeah. the difference? I guess maybe just one way of dealing with all the crowds and my, I get. I assume that I have not been in a Walmart in a long if time. Let's me skip been, the register line. Maybe. Yeah. It says order online, free same day pickup. 
Now it's Christmas morning. The kids are, everybody's opening their presents. Now you see two mom from mom, and it's the KitchenAid stand mixer, which uh, she may come to regret that. I know I regret You have mine. one. I mean, I use the KitchenAid stand mixer about once a month when I clean the house. I have to pull it out and dust it off. Yeah, it's a solid 50 pounds. Yeah, it's really heavy, but you, it, you've used it twice in seven years. Like, I think you got your... More than that, but, <laughs> but zero since we moved here. It's such a designy looking thing. It's I know. It's a cool and thing. And it's such a status symbol, and I yeah. hate that I got it. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the dad's like, you bought yourself an expensive present? Oh, you. You're oh, incorrigible. You. I just thought this one was like, in this in a, in a way, it's like the opposite end of the spectrum from the H&M, which is like mood and tone and like almost not even Christmas related. And this mm-hmm. is just like, Christmas is presents. Yeah, presents for yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Um, now, we have a couple of Target ads here. You said before, uh, or I, I tried to guess what they're like. I assume it's like kind of white background, people in bright colored clothes dancing in front of it. Has That's it ex- evolved from this? It has this? not evolved a whit. Oh, I see. This is a song by Sia. I think we all like Sia. Uh, I do like the song that they used this year. Winter Anthem. Kind of song. Kind of song. Sing it. I did want to. So this is just a family in matching uh, red plaid pajamas dancing around. Now you see a bunch of toys, like mm-hmm. kids, the toys that kids would want. Um, it's just like a lot of stuff you can buy at Target. But I want you to go back when we're done here okay. and show the family that's dancing at the beginning. Okay. And tell me if you believe that they are have ever even met before this shooting, because I okay. do not. All right, back to the beginning of this thing. Okay, so we have it's a white family, mom, dad, three kids. They're all wearing matching pajamas that are like red and green plaid. Couldn't be more Christmassy. Yeah. And they're all just dancing around. Still dancing. Oh, one of them's even holding a smaller baby, it looks like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get a vibe from them one way or another. They're I just, just get generic. a real vibe that they've like never met before. Before this shoot. Yeah, the parents don't seem like they're eight. Like somehow the dad seems slightly too old for the uh, mom. The mom looks like she's about 18. The oldest child looks like he's about 10. So that's weird. Yeah. Uh, oh, I see. No, there's three kids in one shot. She's holding the little kid. Okay, but that's fine. That's inoffensive to me. There's another Target one here. Is this more of the same? It's just more of the same. We can skip Let's it. Let's skip that one. Yeah, it's Target. Quite, it's got that I song. Target would credit for, you know, they do what they do, though. You they know? do what they do, but they have not changed it up. But it's just like, buy stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, now overstock.com. What's going on with this? I just wanted to comment on this one because the Claus, Mr. and Mrs. Claus do not need to be hot. Like, oh, what? We, huh? Yes. Wait, so, what? I think they don't need to be hot, but this commercial says they do. This is, uh, you got Miss, you've got a woman, a very attractive woman who is coded as older because her hair is silver, but like. She's probably supposed to be about 50 here, right? Maybe. I think she's coded as older, but like. She's probably like 48. Yeah. Okay. Um, and but she's dressed in a sort of grandmotherly way uh, and she's got silver hair and she's in this like very well appointed house and she's decorating it for the holidays. And I, I could tell right away who she was supposed to be, but I think it's supposed to be a big reveal. I feel like you're uh, just using so many words to avoid the word gilf. <laughs> Getting your home ready for the holidays doesn't have to be stressful. She's Let buying a bunch of stuff on Overstock. Just what you need this holiday season. The stuff Shop is arriving in her house now. And decor, all at great prices from the comfort of your home. So you can get back to the things that really matter. 
because even the most seasoned pro can use a little help. During and it's the like holidays. everyone in it is like a magic person, like fairies and other like fanciful people. Oh yeah, people. I didn't notice that. And then uh, Santa Claus comes in. That was Mrs. Claus. She's now dressed in like a red velvet. Uh, dress very she's it's the most mrs clausy she looks but again all very modern i kind and, of and like then, this and then santa claus comes in and he's like a total he's also a gilf yeah he's, he's wearing a, like a he's wearing a, a long red trench coat like yeah. a wool trench coat and but like he very does have style. a beard but other yeah. than that he's just a silver fox he's a silver fox with a beard with a hipster beard with a hipster beard i kind of like this take on it the normalization of no the normalization of what or i guess the modernization or the yeah, like what would uh, you know Santa and Mrs. Claus be like um, if they were wealthy yuppies? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I don't know. It feels like does everybody have to be sexy? <laughs> yes, everybody has to be oh, sexy. I you didn't ask an answer. <laughs> Um, what else do you have? All right, this here? is my miscellaneous category. All right, it's my potpourri. Okay. Um, I just thought this was funny. Um, this is an LL Bean commercial, and um, the little kids come down on Christmas morning. It's very, you know, uh, total, total cliche. They come down on Christmas morning, and you're hearing the the music of uh, the the Grinch theme, mm-hmm. um, and everything in their Christmas. Uh, like where the where the gifts and the Christmas tree would be has been stolen or seems to be gone. There's mm-hmm. no lights. There's no presents, um, and so they're dismayed. Uh, first, they're, this is the night before Christmas. They're getting ready. They're putting out the cookies and the milk. Now they're coming downstairs, but everything's gone. What There's happened? No lights on the tree. Everything's gone. The parents seem genuinely confused. Now they look outside. They put on all their L.L. Bean gear. Everything has been moved outside. The tree, the presents, there's a fire. Well, they've decorated one of the outside yes, trees. It's a snowy uh, landscape and all yes. the presents are so, outside. So they're doing Christmas outside. I like this ad. Yeah. I think it's like a good ad for L.L. Beans, like showcases the utility of the products. I am wondering if the if the... Are we supposed to, is the implication that the parents have done this or that the parents are equally confused about Oh, well, I think the implication happening. is that the parents are playing along oh, okay. with the kids. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's kind of cute. Because the parents definitely look knowing when they start handing out the L.L. Bean stuff so that the kids can That's go true. outside and do it. This, it's so funny. You had a weird reaction to the um, Santa and Mrs. Claus one. Uh, Mrs. Claus does not have a first name. I keep on stumbling on that. I, I guess not. <laughs> like, not that we okay. know of. And then let's just... Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Claus one um, But uh, And that one didn't strike me It didn't It didn't bother me In whatever kind of way It bothers you And this one kind of bothers me I mean listen These Christmas ads They're all Like so many of them Are just like These white yuppies Or whatever yes. And sometimes they get you And sometimes they don't And this one just like Really irks me For some reason I don't know I've all, <laughs> That's the first time I think I've seen it But like it's both like your fucking rich yuppies, but it's also the, a little bit of that like Portland smugness. Yeah, that is just like, oh, I guess in this case it would be more like Maine because that's that's LL Bean. But you know what I mean? But that yeah, kind no, of like, it absolutely. Reads. Oh, we're all these it's just like it's just like reeks of the most privileged family. Which, by the way, I would like to point out, I grew up in an incredibly privileged family. Like, in Christmas was the ultimate we came downstairs running downstairs in our pajamas like a little Norman oh. Rockwell family and we ripped into cl- presents like I'm not trying to say like I grew up poor and so therefore I'm on the other side of this I was spoiled as shit especially around the holidays 
and maybe that's why this but, but there's something about this that is both like that which can be a little bit unappealing if it's laid on too thick in an ad but then it's also kind of like oh but we're also like we're you know but we're crunchy you finish eating your gluten-free oatmeal and then go outside and open gifts i don't know why i'm, I'm I think I, oatmeal is intrinsically gluten-free. i know i know i'm just laying a lot of i'm laying a lot of weird baggage on yeah, this commercial that i probably right. don't need to i mean we but, all have our reactions yeah. i i don't like to see a sexy santa claus it makes right. me feel weird yes and meanwhile i'm turned on um, <laughs> All right, can we finish on? This is the yes. end of the holiday ads. Yeah, I and this is a long one, and I apologize, but it's really worth listening to the whole thing. This is a sort of a little mini movie, little skit uh, for Air New Zealand, and it takes place in Santa's workshop. Um, Santa is making calls to all the little boys and girls around the world, making notes on what they want, and his elf assistant is so obsequious and like telling him like what a great job he's doing and then he gets to calling New Zealand kids. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> no problem, Ling Ling. Remember to be nice. So clearly Santa speaks every language. Right. So he's on the phone here. To China. To a little, a little kid in China saying just remember to be nice. <laughs> Hangs up the phone. A teddy bear for Ling Ling from Shanghai. Oh, <laughs> so he just said that to like an assistant. He was like pushing a call button saying, you know, send this to Ling Ling. Um, and his assistant is sitting across the the desk from him and doing like a, a little clappy clap. Oh, like he's, he's just so, so impressed. So impressed. <laughs> You're good. Really good. I mean, that was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time for calling New Zealand. Santa is hesitant to pick up the phone. I guess phone. New Zealand calls Santa. Okay. Hello, Santa speaking. Hi, Santa. It's Adam. Hello, Adam. And what would you like for Christmas? I want a new beard. Uh, just to get this clear, you'd like a new beard. And the, his, uh, okay. his assistant kind of pats his face like, beard? But it, we see that... Adam, Adam. Adam. It says Adam, by the way, on his wall behind him. Yeah. That's how we know his name is Adam. Adam is looking at a race car bed. A race car bed. Oh, race car bed. He wants a new a bed. A new bed. Okay. I want a new bed. Uh, just to get this clear, you'd like a new beard. Uh, okay, Adam. Remember to be nice. <laughs> the assistant is flipping through his phone looking for a beard that he can get Adam. <laughs> A new beard for Edim. <laughs> Santa speaking. A puggy bank. Right, Tom. A puggy bank for Tom from a Tumaroo. Puggy bank. Santa speaking. Hello, Bin. <laughs> a biscuit ball for Bin. <laughs> what sort of plane? An ear plane for Windy. Huh? A book of magic trucks. Sounds like a good read. <laughs> oh, magic, tr- magic, magic trucks. Tricks. Magic trucks. A bug screen TV. <laughs> oh, now, the, now the toy maker comes in to Santa's office. He's furious. Okay. What the father Christmas is going on here? Hmm? Kids want bikes and tents and fidget spinners. Not airplanes. <laughs> He's made oh. a, a an airplane that has ears for wings. Earplane. <laughs> it's happened again. 
I know who can help. Kira. So he, they bring in um, three employees of Air New Zealand. They're wearing their like you know Air New Zealand uniforms, and they just magically appear when Santa summons them. Not unlike the Good Place. Uh, we seem to be having some trouble with the Kiwi accent. <laughs> Understanding Kiwi is easy as A's are E's, E's are I's, I's are U's, <laughs> and O's are O's. O's are always O's, and U's are usually U's, but U's could also mean like all of U's. <laughs> like, how come U's don't understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's not a bug screen TV. Basketball, not biscuitball. And piggy bank. Not Puggy Bank. So the biscuit ball is a ball made out of biscuits. The Piggy Bank is a piggy bank in the shape of a pug. And so far, they have not shown us the bug screen TV, which I'm really hoping we do not see. Book of Magic Tricks, not Book of Magic Trucks. Well, I'd never. Maybe we'll take care of the calls and these presents. Merry Christmas. And then at the end, it says Merry Christmas from Air New Zealand. I love that. Isn't that adorable? That's charming. Yeah. yeah. I love that, too. That's really great. I love, the, I love the Kiwi accent. Yeah, me too. Now, would you be able to tell it from an Australian yes, accent? You would. Absolutely. Huh. Maybe that's another uh, quiz I got to give you. Sure. You think you pass it? I think I could pass it. We'll see. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind Alright, I haven't listened to these, but as we mentioned before, we are asking folks to call in with a suggested slogan or tagline for after these messages. The phone number, again, is 607-444-5597. And, uh, Vives, I'm looking at your notes here. I see that we have uh, somebody who has called in with two different tries. Her I, name is Lauren, I and I have Lauren. a strong feeling this is Lauren in Jacksonville. Is uh, it not... I think so. Uh, Lauren is going to be so mad at me that I'm going to play her first one, but it was so hilarious. <laughs> uh, I had to play her her first go at this. Um, so this is this is not her official uh, entry. Okay, but this is the first but one from Lauren. Go. I am willing to bet a million dollars this is Lauren in Jacksonville. It is. Hey, Andrew and Jenny, it's Lauren in Jacksonville. Yeah. I am calling with a suggestion for the tagline for after these messages. Here it is. After these messages, most podcasts break down commercials. Oh no! Wait, we start over. Ha! I buried that right. I I ruined it. So I'll start over. So most podcasts break. Wait a minute. I'm gonna call back. <laughs> I'm not going. To oh, call. Lauren right, is going to kill you. I know, but it was so good. All right, but we have her, the, her second this one. This is here? her real one. Okay, yeah. let's take. That a was listen. just for the funny. That was just for the funny. Sorry, Lauren. Can I just mention that uh, Lauren recently is the person who named our TBTL um, upcoming Valentine's Day special. We opened up the doors. We asked people to suggest names for it. And Lauren came up with Love is on the Air. Oh, I love it. Lauren has a little experience in here. I will say this, though. Somebody came after the deadline and suggested I'm with Cupid. (laughs) (laughs) And we're trying to see if it's too late to change it. That is brilliant. Okay, uh, this is Lauren again. Hey, Andrew and Genevieve. It's listener Lauren in Jacksonville. I am calling with a tagline suggestion. After these messages, most podcasts break for commercials. Uh We break down commercials. So 
there you go. That's well, not bad. Very I good. Like it, and I win that pretty awesome book. Bye-bye. That's right. We are giving away, of course, a copy, a paperback copy of Love Over Gold, the novelization of a coffee commercial campaign yes. from the 1980s. The campaign was so popular, it was like a soap opera for new listeners, that somebody actually wrote a book, a novelization based on these two characters who were falling in love over cups of coffee. In fact, I have the book here. I was flipping through it the other day. I need to get to chapter five here because I love how they work. Like, have you? How much of this have you read? Venus? Not much. Um, I need to read it. So, cover to flipping cover. to the very beginning of chapter five, I noticed like apparently, you know, I don't think that this book's point was to try to sell a Nescafe Gold Blend. I think it, maybe it was, but they're certainly working coffee into this a lot. <laughs> chapter five. Wonderful, Annie sighed. She sipped her coffee and glowed at Matthew across the table. Thank you, he said. Everything's wonderful, she said. Not just the coffee, but the steak and your flat. The wine. You brought that, he interjected. And she smiled. And you. Anyway, coffee. Big character in this book. I would say there's three main characters yeah. in this book. Uh, okay, so I'm going to write that one down. So uh, most commercial, oh, most podcasts uh, break. Okay, break for, for commercials. commercials. After uh, these messages, breaks down commercials. Okay, just taking some notes here because we want to do this officially. Now, this next one we got from Carolyn. Yes. All right, let's take a listen to this. Hey, Andrew and Genevieve, this is Carolyn. Listener Carolyn in Minnesota. I'm calling with a tagline for you. After these messages, spots with sass. Thanks. Spots with sass. Spots with sass. Spots with sass. Love it. I like that. I, my concern is, do most people call them spots? I want. I I kept suggesting when we were um, trying to name this podcast. Uh, let spot be somehow part of the name. Mm -hmm. Did um, I keep on saying though that I don't think it's? Like I think you shot most of those down. I do. We do name thing. We do name name episodes. We'll use spots in um, yeah in our episode titles sometimes. I think it's well understood. I'll give you a ring a ding. And uh, we have one more here, and this is from Alexis. Yeah, she had a few entries. All right, let's take a listen. Hi, Genevieve and Andrew. This is Alexis from Philly. I have a couple of slogans. I hope that's okay. I'm still working through some of them. I might call you back with more. Good. Anyway, here we go. After these messages, the only reason commercials still exist. <laughs> or, after these messages, we'll tell you which commercials to not fast forward through. <laughs> or, variation on that, after these messages, because you don't fast forward through commercials and neither do we. Nice. That's all I got right now, but I might call you back. Bye. Um, what was the first one again? Um, oh, the only reason commercials still I, exist. Honestly, that is funny. so awesome. That's pretty that's funny. That's pretty great. All that, right. that, that's just really putting our flag out there. Thank you, Alexis. Yes. Thank you, Lauren. And thank you, Caroline. Lauren, I hope you're not mad at Genevieve. But if you are, remember, you can email her directly. All right. Keep sending them in. Call us at 607-444-5597. These ladies are bringing the heat. So if you that's think you right. can do better, dial us up. Um, also hit us up on our Facebook group. It is the After These Messages Show Facebook group, or something to that effect. Um, and email us. Some people have a way with words. Other people <laughs> words words not have with. way with. I guess. <laughs> what is that from? I forget. Uh, that's from Steve Martin. Oh yeah. Um, after These Messages Show at Gmail uh, is how to reach us by email. 
and we love to hear from you, so please keep them coming. Yeah, it's been a, a very, very fun show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, we will be, I guess, let's see, we still have at least one more show before... Um, Christmas, right? So if anybody so, yeah. wants to send in your favorite or least favorite holiday ads, yeah, please. Let's, let's do let's do some ad council uh, holiday ad stuff before the actual holiday comes. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, everybody, thank you much, and we will uh, talk to you next Tuesday. Well, let's face it; uh, some people have a way with words. Other people. Uh not have a way, I guess. <laughs>